Sunday. Happy Sunday. Welcome. Welcome to Love and Entrepreneurship with, of course, Chef Square and Lisa the Boss Lady. Y'all, it has been a week. Yeah. <laughs> we have been on the run this week, but um, I think I'm learning better because I didn't have one meltdown at all this week. And Chef Square did not have to pick me up off the floor or anything. We did a great job. And what do you think we did differently? Um, I think it was um, a little bit better communication, a little bit better planning. Uh, there wasn't ever a lot that was like running together. So I think it just made it for, for a smooth transition. We had our day ironed out from the jump and we just executed Absolutely. And I definitely agree with that because um, with all we had a lot of uh, events that we had just like back to back, um, basically, mostly on yesterday. Um, but I thought that I had other events. <laughs> and when I realized that I thought, well, I thought I had another event. It was it it came up on me like really, really fast. And so um, I was like, OK, I'm, I need to do better planning. And so I communicated that to him and we were able to come together and get everything done and executed. And we're super excited. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so this week we have our famously just serial entrepreneurial couple, PJ Sands and Ramal. And I'm super excited to hear from them. So I'm going to let them introduce themselves and their industries. Hello, can you see both of us? Are we in the shop together? <laughs> All right. How are you? I am good. How are you? Nice to see you. It's been a little while since I didn't uh, see you. I know. I feel like I haven't seen y'all since 2020. You know it has yeah, been 2020. Yeah, it's been since 2020. So, yes, this is my amazing husband, Ramal Smith. Um, I'm PJ Sands. We've been married for five years. Does it feel like five years, honey? It feels like five years. I'm like <laughs> about to say, you, you had that little, like, oh, you know, I'm going to tell the truth, right? <laughs> and you know it's so great to be working together you know we have a few businesses our company is called the ds3 group which is the parent company and we have a few subsidiaries under that being lux worldwide travel as well as ds3 global brand strategies where we help with business coaching um, as well as ds3 web and ux development which is ramal's baby um, doing lots of web design and development for our clients and then our our most recent venture, which is DS3 
S3 Money Works Financial, um, where we are helping people find financial freedom and providing amazing solutions for business owners, creatives, and families and couples just like you two. So we are so excited. Um, this is year, mm, I would say, started in 2002 um, on the entrepreneurial journey. So we are in year 19. And it has been very fabulous just being able to work with husband and wife and, and you know, build a legacy that we want to have for our future children. Right, babe? Right. <laughs> that's amazing. And that's a lot. How do you do it? Ah, well, you know, the great thing is they say busy people make the best entrepreneurs. So it's about time management, productivity, being able to have a great slew of clients that constantly come to us for new things. And we say, sure, whatever we can do to help you. So I think Ramon keeps me balanced. Did you say you keep me balanced, hon? <laughs> Try to make sure we go to bed on time and we wake up on time and all of those good things to stay on schedule. Do you find it do you find it difficult to uh find time to just be you by yourselves without any business? Do you are you able to do that? Tell me, honey. It's definitely challenging to find the time and find the balance, but yes, you can find it. Do you have to schedule it? Do you have to like literally sit down and focus and say, hey, this is what we are doing for ourselves at this time? Um, you can, but it never works out that way. So the best way to handle it is just to come with the idea that you're going to have to be open. You're going to have to be open to PJ doing something like that. And maybe she gets a time to chill, whatever the case is. I take it over for a bit. I chill for a bit. She takes it over and then we come in the middle and be like, Okay, now we are basically exhausted. Let's take five minutes and do something. Whatever the case is, because really and truly, when the work compiles itself and it just piles on and piles on, you don't know when you're going to have that time. And you have okay. to be okay saying you're going to have to give up the time that you did have planned. Gotcha. So no planning of the time. <laughs> and, and, you know, when you're doing, you know, as many industries as you guys are doing, then I can see where it would be difficult to say, okay, let's take this time for just us and then not have anything else come into that time. Yes, because I know PJ is an energizer bunny. And I know you probably have to work as hard as she has energy. So, to say the least. So, I know that could be very, very difficult. Mm -hmm. Wow. So, there's no, you guys don't ever get a vacation? Yes, we do. As a matter of fact, we head on vacation this weekend. We'll be doing two weeks in the Bahamas. Um, doing a little bit of island hopping to Nassau, Eleuthera, and Exuma. So we do schedule that. Um, basically, I try to schedule a few things. Like we have our Saturday night date night um, that we try to at least chill and watch a movie, you know, order in, cuddle on the couch, watch all those missed episodes on, you know, on demand um, at minimum just to make sure we have our time. Um, and I also feel like when you look at your calendar, you have to schedule some of the major time off. You know, Memorial Day, you're going to take that holiday off. Labor Day weekend, are you going to just make sure you clear your calendar? So when it comes to certain things, I feel like 
you know, I do make sure we do a little time management. Like we have no late night appointments after 7 p.m. except for on Tuesdays and Thursdays for our clients um, so that we have that other time, just some time to catch ourselves. And Ramal's an amazing cook. So I have to make sure that when he cooks an amazing meal that we sit and have dinner together. I see you love the Bahamas. Yeah. So you're going to the Bahamas for two weeks. No business. It depends on who calls. <laughs> <laughs> if one of our top tier clients calls, then obviously we can't afford to tell them no or say we're not going to work on their or put out the fire they need to put out. But for just the regular regulars or whatever the case is, we give them a forewarning that hey, we're going to be away for a week, two weeks, whatever the case is. If your life is on the line, feel free to call. If your life is not on the line, please don't ring our phone. <laughs> that's, that's basically how we need. And do they listen to that? No, they don't, but we try. <laughs> I was wondering if you knew something I didn't know. I promise I will say it like a month in advance. Like, hey, I'm getting on a ship and I won't have access to internet or any of that. And when I, I kid you not, when I am boarding the ship is when I get three new business partners at the same time. And so I have to hurry and shoot them a welcome email and a checklist to check off while I'm gone. Exactly. Which is why I brought it back to what I said initially. Uh, so you don't get into the whole let's plan something in head because every single time that happens is more, more than likely it's going to work out like that. It's going to be a situation where you're five minutes into your vacation and then your phone starts ringing off. So you come with the ethos that you're not going to plan. You come with open expectation of what you're going to do. Because if your phone rings, you don't want it to ruin the entire day. You already knew it was a possibility. So when it does happen, it does not ruin what's to, to be. We had, we had an amazing thing that happened. We had a client who was like, okay, our site crashed. We want a new website. And we were headed off on a cruise. And literally while we were between we got on the ship and the actual ship was sailing to harbor, we were sitting in our cabin creating a proposal for them that we wanted to make sure we press send before we lost Wi-Fi and data on the ocean. Exactly. So right. I think that was probably one of the, the biggest times when we were sitting there and we were like, okay, we have to make a choice. We need to get this out and we're both going to just hunker down together, get it done so that we can enjoy our day and help, help have it. Help helps. I have an assistant. Um, I've always maintained an assistant in and out of my business. And that's been really great, especially with the pandemic and being able to delegate, do the things that you know only you can do, but delegate to the team to make sure that everything gets done and it's not all falling on one person. Absolutely. Absolutely. I have learned the magic of outsourcing. Yes. Indeed. I don't think I will ever clean my bathroom or kitchen again. And I don't think I will ever do laundry again. I think that's agreed straight across the board. Outsourcing laundry and uh, <laughs> bathroom cleaning. That's amazing. Yes. <laughs> and it's just because, you know, I, it's so much, it's, it's a lot, you know, a lot going on. So um, I think an assistant is a great idea. I never knew you had an assistant. And I all said, of the stuff that PJ do. I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But it's definitely a good idea. It's got me thinking I should I should have an assistant or two. 
Yeah, you know, and in this day and time, a lot of us have saved money working from home, right? So we're not necessarily paying for co-working space or office space like we would have. So for us, we found it very important to make sure we put that money and invest that money into more automation, automatic, you know, sales funnels when people go to your site, ask they want to see a video instead of you or having a virtual assistant that you can even maybe have one day a week, a couple of hours, a couple of days a week to make client calls, follow up, all those things that really take up your time that you can definitely have someone else do. And I think that's been definitely helpful. You think, Mark? That's correct. Um, that, that's definitely a great idea. I'm definitely going to take a page from your book on that one. So have you found it difficult at all where um, you guys are not getting any um, together time in and it's one or the other? I want my time. Where's my time? Give me time. Hmm. I do. You think I'm, I'm guilty of that? I think we have all the time in the world together after this COVID-19 being quarantined together for so long. So I don't think that's necessarily an issue. But to speak to it, I would find the issue is not finding together time, but more and lot more not finding time for yourself. Right. When you go inside different parts of the house and you do you for a second, that when you come back, it does kind of feel fresh. It does kind of feel new. You don't feel like you want to strangle the person next to you, like the first two weeks of quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I've noticed that you guys have been inside. You are not going outside at all. So what does quarantine look like? Um, what levels of quarantine um, are you? Am I correct in that assumption? Because I thought it, it, I, you guys were not just going, you're just not going outside, period. <laughs> Rarely. Rarely. I think in the very beginning, you know, we were all kind of taping a show at that point, um, right when quarantine happened and it was a bit hard um but for me it was more about the people around us as well um my grandparents are 87 and 88 um my great grandmother is 104 right so the thing was if we did decide we were going to take the chance to travel we wanted to be as safe as possible that we didn't get them sick if we came into contact with them which was kind of our number one priority ramal's um mom actually had like a heart surgery so we were like okay do we want to be in that situation where if we he needs to go back to the bahamas and see her we've put ourselves at risk by you know getting covid um and i think it's just was a, a a decision we just decided we were able we've worked from distance for the last you know for me for the last 20 years from all the last 10 years so it wasn't really hard to change our business model because we were doing a lot of virtual all of our clients are not necessarily in person so some things we did cut out um up early we did get our first vaccine we have the second one still to get um very recently so i think that part has been a conscious decision that we made together it doesn't work for necessarily everybody some people have to have jobs and be on the front line and god bless them that they're out i just didn't think i personally felt like i wanted to take the risk and i don't think you know ramal and i decided we weren't totally totally understandable um guys pj was our co-host on travel talk Friday when everything shut down <laughs> and we didn't have the opportunity to stream live, you know, uh, during using this platform like we do with Stunner. Mm -hmm. So it was we had to stop travel talk 
for that reason, because the uh, in-person location was shut down. And even when it was not, PJ was like, yeah, I ain't coming over there. <laughs> and, so, and so we didn't really have the opportunity to uh, stream like we do now. Um, so we, we pretty much had to put an end to it. But um, I did notice that you were doing a lot of things virtually already, you know, so I have kind of, you know, leaned, leaned in that direction as well. Um, this is a great platform that we have with Stunner. So the virtual shows are way better and easier to, to us as well. You know, so if we knew that then, then we definitely, you know, would have been able to go forward, except for the time where um, there wasn't really much to report because nobody was doing anything. Um, I've never stopped booking travel but it definitely did slow, you know, slow down a little. It didn't slow down a lot because everybody else who was booking travel was too scared to book for other people. So it all fell on me. <laughs> so, so I didn't see that much of a slowdown because I picked up everybody else's clients. Well, that's a blessing. My goodness. That's congratulations on that. <laughs> Thank you. But it was, um, it, it, it got hectic this year. Because when everybody's like, okay, you know what, I've had enough, let's go. Then um, they were still, of course, leaning on me. So I did have to expand my team dramatically, um, but I did. And, you know, everything is fine. Um, but some of the things that, you know, that we changed, I still, you know, I don't think I'll go back to doing some of the things that we did before, you know, like going to the grocery store. I don't think I'll go back to that. I love Walmart pickup. They don't, I don't even have to do anything. It's amazing. When I, when I did it the first time, I was like, get out of here. <laughs> Put on my life, internet. <laughs> everything it is everything. I, I love how everything has um, adjusted. You know, I do have a nine to five job. It's not the same crappy job I had before, but um, I do. I work in the medical field. Melissa does too. We both work at the same place, and um, we we started in the office only until we could go from home. And now we are um, we're one week on and one week off but we're training new people. So they asked me to stay home again. So I've been home for, uh, this will be my third week just at home, you know, instead of being going, you know, one week on and one week off, I'm just continually staying home. Hey, and we have to go to a quick commercial, but afterwards I will actually update you on what <laughs> I've been doing. <laughs> Fabulous, can't wait to hear it. If you're looking for healthy meal prep, family-style meals, or catering for your next event, look no further than the East Traveling Square Kitchen with Chef Square, Alan Phillips, specializing in soul food, family-style dining, and Southern flavor. Chef Square can adhere to dietary needs like keto and bariatric meal prep without compromising on taste. Take advantage of weekly meal plans like the Starter Pack, five meals for $75 with three entree choices, additional meal plans, and contact-free delivery is available. Contact Chef Square of the East Traveling Square Kitchen today at 832-495-8836 and tell them Stunner Radio sent you. All right, we're back, we're back, we're back. So me, um, I know the last time I talked to you, PJ, the last time you seen me, I was working for the VA and now I'm a full-time entrepreneur. Um, and uh, the pandemic actually did kind of change my mind as far as my business model. So what I ended up doing is basically a home-based web restaurant. And so um, 
I just published my website. Uh, it's easttravelingsquare.com. And um, it is, uh, I, I have my daily menus. I have my meal prep menus, uh, my uh, meal plans for my meal preps. Uh, and um, yes, I've been actually like really putting things into um, into fruition. And uh, well, we, we know I love to cook. And we know it, there is too not too much that I can't cook. So um, yeah, I've been just kind of expanding on that. Um, I'm launching tomorrow, and it'll be uh, for the uh, Houston area. I will be able to uh, so serve, and uh, I'll be up and operational tomorrow. Congratulations! So yeah, we have adapted to uh, life from home. And um, I've picked, we've picked up more businesses as well. So I did learn some things from you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. so um, we're, you know, we're able to adapt. The, the approach we take is just a little bit different than the, the approach that you guys take as far as uh, how you, how you balance and how you uh, do your businesses together. Our businesses are rarely uh, done together, but um, we do actually have to schedule time like alone time like vacation time and we have to say okay no business at all because if i start and if it's like five minutes it it's over that it's that five minutes will turn into five hours <laughs> that five hours will almost turn into a day if i don't be like look stop it <laughs> <laughs> like ah, ah, stop so do you ever have a time where um, you're when you're doing business and you do feel like you need that that me time and you you struggle to find uh, a balance as to how you can have the me time and the business uh, still sustain itself? Or do you guys kind of like tag team on me time? Well, I think it, it depends on the client. It also depends on like the fire, you know, as Ramal mentioned, you, sometimes you've got to put out a fire and you have to choose. Um, but I think scheduling with regard to just getting your own rest, you know, there are days where we just clear the books, say no appointments booked, and we sit and binge watch something for like episode after episode, season after season, and just turn on Netflix or Hulu and make it happen. So I think you need that, right? Um, Ramal is a big gamer, and one of the things we've even been doing is these. What what would you call that? What's the show that where you make the choices? The show. The the game. Was it This Is Us? No, I can't recall that one. Um, but the latest on the Reavers we'll go through was the Resident Evil one, where you were scared yeah. every two seconds. So it's cool to be able to play a game like that. The new Resident Evil is that the name of it, um, and just hook it up to the TV and sit and play the game together and um, just chill out. I think that's the key is just for us is just making sure we are chilled out or we will be burnt out. So, yeah. so it's not necessarily a time slot that we're saying, okay, we're going to hard press this five o'clock to nine o'clock or whatever the case is. We're, but we are going to say one day over this week, we're going to sit down and do something fun, regardless of what it is, even if it's just playing a board game. Gotcha. Just something. So, do you uh, do you have any new ventures that you are about to debut or thinking about? What, 
Well, I, we have two things that are on the horizons. Um, a lot of my clients have definitely been asking about how I'm going to be expanding the business coaching side. We do a lot of work with our clients, basically guiding them from, I think I want to have a business to full on helping them run the business. So we're going to be rolling out um, some new business coaching programs that really incorporate how to change your money mindset. Because so many entrepreneurs, the reason that their businesses fail is just proper, improper financial planning. So you're going to be definitely seeing, you know, we're encouraging people to join our Facebook group um, where we are going to be reaching out to have couples, families, and entrepreneurs join so that they can really get some amazing nuggets and we have a 21 day challenge coming up where people just just hunker down make sure your business is formed properly and make sure you're establishing an amazing foundation so that's gonna be something that all of your viewers and definitely could definitely pay attention to and chime in so that they can really grow their businesses absolutely that is amazing i'm super excited for that and when is that rolling out that is supposed to be rolling out for June 1. Okay, okay. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Mm -hmm. It's like a lot of businesses have been born during uh, COVID. And it's very, very important that we get this development out there for them, you know, to get those skills sharpened, get the, you know, so that the business that you took a chance on, right, that you, you don't, it doesn't fail, that you don't, um, you know, waste your opportunity. So that's super, super important. I'm very excited for that. Um, I have something similar <laughs> that I'm doing. Um, in September, we have the Boss Up Bootcamp. And it's September the 18th and it is a business workshop. I have three guest speakers and they are amazing speakers and uh, myself. And um, we're going to be basically, you know, teaching the, uh, the business owners, the skills, the, you know, social media discipline, you know, confidence, all of those things. And um, we're also having a vendor show. So definitely something you should check out. And I'm definitely going to check out your, uh, your, 21 day program um does that does that go step by step does do you, are you like telling them step by step okay this is what you should do first this is what you should do next yep everything from how much you should save to start your business setting up your emergency fund um what type of structure might be best for you whether it's an llc or you know a dba or depending on what you have going on as well as how to get your social media and web up um so that you can start actually <coughs> tracking your leads and prospects to convert them into clients so that's kind of like number one um that's going to be our priority for ramal's birthday he's a June 2nd baby so we're going to be putting oh, cool. it out there um, and then our next big venture is we're going back in person for our conferences this year so we will be at NABHUD which is the National Association for Black Hotel Owners Operators and Developers um, I'm actually going to be one of the speakers at the follow-up conference to that which is the International Multicultural and Heritage Tourism Summit that's going to be happening in Miami September 25th um actually october 2nd to the 8th oh got my dates crazy october oh, 2nd the 8th so um it's a great opportunity we definitely you know have been encouraging 
people to own, develop, and invest in hotels. Um, I don't know if anybody's been, you know, watching my timeline, but I have quite a few young um, women and men of color who have been investing in hotels during this pandemic. Um, one of our dear friends is actually one of the youngest African-American women to own a hotel in the Hilton brand space. So um, oh, that's what we have really been nurturing and we're definitely going to be speaking to not only people about those opportunities whether you have you know your chef you have um, furniture business you have paper towels and toilet paper and there are people who do hot sauce those types of things wines you can get those types of products in a local hotel for distribution and end up having it distributed across the nation so it's just about how big you can think and how big you can visualize where you want to go Amazing. Okay. Amazing. We definitely will be on the lookout for that. Ramal, anything new for you? Um, UX is basically, tier 3 UX is basically going into securities, but other than that, no. I'm too busy with what PJ got going on and supporting what she has going on. <laughs> My previous clients, I am spread thin. <laughs> so are you guys excited to be in person? Are you excited? I am. I'm a little scared. Um, I'm a little scared. I think I've gone to a few events. Um, we've had some clients do some events over the last few weeks. And I guess people are a little too close for comfort for me. I've kind of got the heebie-jeebie. So um, one of the conferences that I went to, um, there was over 1,200 people at um, the conference and they did a very good job taking temperatures and making sure people uploaded their vaccines and keeping masks on, et cetera. But you know, you definitely still wanna be safe. It's something that is not gone. There's a lot of people that have gotten shot number one, but not shot number two. And depending on what's going on, there's still a percentage of a chance that you can, you know, get something. So I'm definitely a big fan of being safe you know, um, and making sure people are observing the local protocols. Because, you know, when you travel, there's a lot of destinations right now that are have a lot of, you know, still curfews going on. Um, they're very big on quarantining. And if you do get a positive test to come back, you got 14 days that you got to quarantine in that destination. So that is definitely something from the travel side that you can't be too careful. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I know that when I'm booking travel, I'm paying attention to all the advisories and I'm making making my business to even go further than the advisory that's listed on the itinerary from the supplier, but going to the actual uh, embassy page so that I can see you know, exactly what the warnings are for. Because a lot of people think that these warnings that we're getting are COVID, COVID, COVID. But it's not just COVID, it's crime as well. And so, you know, I'm just paying paying big attention to that. Um, I do think that I have been a lot more cautious than I ha have ever been in my life. <laughs> um, but I did, I never stopped being complete, like completely uh, in person. Of course, I had a job that I was in person for. Um, we do socially distance very well. And um, we did, I did go out and do, you know, two certain events, but social distancing was a big thing and i'm i'm kind of like you where i don't like people very close to me i don't now it's like especially now i'm a very social person but now i can you know feel myself like oh you're standing too close and like inching away and then they still move closer and i'm like i'm moving away from you stop it and they're like, they're like hey hey <laughs> i don't want to say can you move 
you know, but yeah, um, I definitely am more cautious. I'm not um, afraid of it like I was as I've seen, I've seen it happen to people. My daughter had it, my son had it, um, and I still never had it. <laughs> my my other daughter still never had it. Um, but they really, what happened with them, they were more annoyed than anything else because it was no taste. And um, my daughter, she just had no taste and that's it, like nothing else. And my son, he, he, thought, he, he thought he had a sinus infection. And um, he's still saying, I had a sinus infection. It wasn't COVID. I had a... <laughs> Dude, you had COVID. <laughs> so um, that was only, you know, the the only thing that they had that bothered them. But I've seen, you know, other people that I know that maybe had asthma or maybe had, you know, other underlying conditions that it, you know, it did affect them pretty hard. So um, it's not something that I take lightly, but I definitely am not afraid of it anymore. And I I am concerned. I'm concerned about the vaccine situation. Um, not concerned about people getting it or whatever, but I'm concerned that some people that are getting it are thinking that that makes them safe. And if you're getting it and you're just not gonna mask up and you're gonna keep doing what you're doing, then it's kind of like creating the same problem all over again. You know, like, oh, if you're, if you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask. Why? They can still get it. They can still spread it. Why? <laughs> what do you mean? And so I think that, that it, it causes a false sense of security for some people and they just go out there and go all willy nilly and it's going to make us have a spike again. I agree. I mean, I know we have several people that we know that actually passed away from COVID over the last years. Um, I, I you know, know people, co-workers, colleagues that have gotten the vaccine and subsequently got COVID. Um, because there is a period of time after you get the vaccine that you can still contract it and it doesn't, it's not 100%, right? Nothing is 100%. So I think uh, that's one of the things I'm definitely a big advocate of anytime anyone asks. Um, I definitely try to remind that, you know, we still need to be practicing safe behaviors. I do, you know, technology is a big deal. And even in, in, in money and in DS3 money works, one of the things that we provide is health coverage. So we help a lot of under 65 get health dental vision. We help a lot of old over 65 get Medicare options um, and those types of plans. And a lot of those people um, those want to be face to face. They want to see someone they can trust, they can call on. So I have done those types of face to face appointments over the last two years. But um, our office is definitely very safe with regard to we have the shields up. You get your temperature taken when you come into the office. Um, there is sanitizer everywhere. So, you know, from those perspectives, you want to be able to service people and see people in a safe environment. But you do want to also promote one of the biggest gifts we give out when we do do anything is we give mask and sanitizer kits um, to our leads and our prospects when we meet them. Absolutely. So it's in, in regards to travel, um, you guys are you guys are good to uh, travel. You don't um, you don't have any concerns or anything like that. Do you have any concerns? I definitely have concerns. <laughs> like that goes without saying. But am I gonna let it not? After taking the vaccine, or whatever the case is, am I gonna not see my mom for another two years in the Bahamas? Am I gonna let anything happen within that time frame? Am I gonna regret it? Probably. So that's why I'm taking the chance. But yes, I do have a lot of concerns. 
So um, going to the Bahamas, um, it doesn't seem like that is a more of a high risk place. It seems like they're pretty strict <laughs> with uh, with protocols and making sure that nothing is, uh, you know, getting spread there. Um, as coming from here to going to there, does that does that make you concerned? Not really. Well, no, because you guys are inside, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, tourism is everybody's business when it comes to these Caribbean countries and destinations that, you know, 80%, 90% of the revenue to the country is based on that. So when you have destinations that are at the forefront of <clears throat> trying to keep it safe, the Arubas, the Costa Ricas, the Jamaica, um, St. Martin, those types of places that are really trying to ensure that people are aware of what they need to do to, in order to arrive. You know, people are being prosecuted for uploading fake documents, you know, because people are like trying to fake their COVID test just so they can take a vacation. Like things like that, I'm like, what are people thinking, yes. right? But they have to be safe because if they don't keep an environment that people do feel safe and going, that's another gear with no tourism. So can you really afford? So I guess for as the travel agent in me um, with Lux Worldwide, we try to push our clients to those types of destinations that are focused. Even Hawaii, Hawaii has really been great. You can't even island hop without, you know, downloading their app and they're tracking you everywhere you go and your results while you're there. So I think that's a big deal. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I do. Um, I haven't I haven't had much um, much requests for the Bahamas, but I do notice that uh, Jamaica and Aruba and definitely Hawaii, they are not playing any games. They are super serious. And <laughs> you're, you're going to go and you're going to sit somewhere until we know that you're good. And then when, when you're good, we're going to watch you. <laughs> so um, that's that's definitely uh, um a safer <laughs> destination, you know, that I, that I definitely push people towards. Um, so as far as any other vacations that you have, is it just the Bahamas? Are you, um, are you not going to specific des- destinations? Well, you know, we have opted out of personally, um, we didn't do any Mexico um, for ourselves because they're still necessarily not requiring tests for you to go. You just have to take your test to come back. Mm -hmm. Um, We have clients that have gone to Mexico and had great experiences. So we're still selling Mexico, but personally, we haven't been to that destination. Um, We're also kind of excited to see what Las Vegas is going to have going on for itself in the fall. They've been very careful with being open slower than a lot of places. Mm -hmm. Um, We have a few clients that are thinking about Universal and the Disney family down there in Orlando. So they're planning to travel. And I just can't wait to cruise again. Like that to be on our plate for next year, 2022. You know? That's gonna be great. What about you? Where, where are y'all trying to go, Alan? Where, what's the place for next year? Man, I want to go everywhere. <laughs> we're, we're starting this year. Um, we are gonna go to uh, Punta Cana in November for our anniversary. For our anniversary, um, but next year we are we are looking to cruise. Um, we are not vaccinated, and we are watching the vaccine situation before we decide if we're going to get vaccinated. Um, mm-hmm. So 
we're just I'm just watching. Um, I'm afraid of needles. So um, if I have to sacrifice my arm to the travel gods, um, I'm going to do it at the last minute. <laughs> if, if it's something that I have to do, you know, then I'll do it at the last minute. But we are looking to cruise in August of 2022. Um, yes. We are on the sunrise with IntelliTravel for uh, IntelliTravel Quest the 22nd through the 27th and we're going to ultra reels and uh half moon key Ooh, yeah we're super excited about that i want to see uh i mean if, if cruising you know go ahead and open up i would not mind going the perfect day at coco Cay. Right. I, I I really want to experience. I, I mean, ever since I heard about it, I wanted to actually kind of Definitely. go and, and just experience that. And um, hopefully 2022, my anniversary, probably try to see by some Grand Cayman or something. Ooh, that's nice. Okay. And he never said that to me. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> that was, that was, that was a big surprise. <laughs> But I'm like, okay, let's do it. I'm I'm definitely game. Um, I am just like everybody else. I'm ready to go. You know, um, being not not traveling this past year um, is really like draining. It's like you know taking something out of you. And so I'm definitely ready to uh, get out there and travel again. But I'm also you know I'm cautious um, as far as where we're gonna go. You know the destinations, and I'm doing a lot of research. Um, we were to go to Jamaica in July, but we canceled that. <clears throat> uh, we did look at the advisories, and that was going to be our vacation where we were we were gonna be. We weren't working, right? That was our vacation, and um, there was twenty five of us, and so we canceled because you know just the advisories, and it wasn't because um, we thought that it would be unsafe in Jamaica. Um, it was a lot of protocol that they were, you know, expecting from you going there and they changed it in the middle of our booking because we booked this in December and they changed it in April that um, you have to have a COVID test coming there. Um, something about when you get there, they're going to test you and you have to quarantine while you're being tested and those tests, they have to pay for them. So the clients were not happy with it. And I wasn't happy with all of the hoops. So I just said, let's just cancel. Let's let's just, you know, do this another time, because if it was that big of a deal, then it, it's a concern. You know, if you if you have to do all of those things and obviously, you know, there there's a big concern. So I felt like it wasn't worth that. So um, we're just we're going to go to Atlanta, you know, for his birthday and stay domestic. <laughs> and domestic travel is is definitely great. Like I've seen some amazing destinations and we've had some clients going to Scottsdale, Arizona, Utah, um, you know, some really great getaways. I think that's something that we, as in the travel bug, even Alaska, like I'm, I'm really excited to, to have folks that are going out there as well. They've said that's been beautiful. The weather was great when they went because they picked a great time of year um, and, and just being able to get back to nature. So I think from that perspective, I think we need to definitely encourage our people. You know, travel is our business as well. But be mindful of what's going on in the changes. You know, our big thing we were goal to do last year was a Mediterranean cruise. That was going to be our big wow. thing. 
So I think, you know, once you have the whole European Union opening up, I think the only country that's really open right now is Greece. And that was maybe they announced it on Wednesday um, based on their numbers. So I think from that perspective, it, it's we got to watch it. We don't want to jump the gun too early and then it all comes back and we're back doing everything on lockdown. Nobody wants that. We all want to be safe. But um for us, you know, last year was very challenging on the travel side. We had over um, $150,000 worth of bookings that were postponed, canceled, et cetera, of people who were supposed to travel in 2020. And one of the big things that I'm a continuous advocate for is travel protection, travel yes. insurance, you know, making sure not only do you have the medical um, so in case something happens to you in destination, you're not having to come up with an arm and a leg to pay for your arm and a leg, but also now some destinations are requiring that you have to have up to $10,000 of trip delay incorporated into your travel insurance so that if you do have to quarantine for 14 days, you don't have to pay for it. Your trip insurance can pay for it. So, you know, we've talked about it, Alan and Lisa from, 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 from Travel Talk Friday days. I'm a huge advocate of trip protection. And I think right now it's to the point where people are not even pushing back on it. It's like, oh yeah, I'm going to get that. Check that box. Absolutely. Absolutely. I have a couple that push, gave pushback. Oh, because of COVID, they're giving refunds. No, I think you're... No. It's <laughs> <laughs> not how it works. I, and I've had a couple of them say that, but I told them, I'm like, okay, because of COVID, they're giving refunds. You say COVID and they're immediately not giving you any money, period. And like not only having travel protection, but telling them, letting them know what to say when they call, if they are insistent upon calling themselves, because I usually call for them. But if you're insistent upon calling yourself, don't say COVID, say I had a bad hair day, say anything, but not, if, when you say COVID, you're you're taking the money right out of your hand. They are not giving it to you. And that's, it's been a major, major deal, but it definitely has um, stopped the, um, the majority of the pushback you know, from getting, from having people to get the travel protection. But what I'm advocating for now is travel insurance, not just the, the supplier protection, because uh, we use Allianz and they're amazing and they're inexpensive. And what's so crazy is it's insurance that's covering more, but it's way cheaper than the suppliers. Mm -hmm. Like way cheaper, like 50%. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you know, I'm offering that, you know, to our clients for that reason, because, you know, I, I don't have a, I don't, to me, in, I, I can't internalize being anything um, less than cautious right now. You know, it's just, it's just too much going on. But I think going forward, I think that it'll be easier to uh, make sure that people do get the travel protection. And I think going forward, it'll be, it'll be a lot easier for people to see the advantage of us, you know, see why we you know we're here and what we actually offer because there's so much that they just didn't know that we're able to tell them and especially now i agree and you know one of the reasons why our business model with as entrepreneurs has been so successful is because protection is at the foundation of every one of our businesses and something like travel insurance trip protection business insurance um life insurance you know, in 
protecting your investments, all of those things are at the foundation and the core of what we stand upon. And that's one of the biggest things um, we definitely advocate for with anyone is it's figuring out when you decide, you know, you just started your business, Alan, right? You have to think what worst case scenario, what are you going to do to protect it? How are you going to protect the revenue? How are you going to protect the people who are your clients? And how are you going to protect yourself from being able to continuously support this business in good, bad, fast, slow times? So I think that's one of the main things that, you know, you definitely want to say is the key and foundation. Absolutely. So oh. We're going uh, to take a really quick commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about homework. And I have one more question. <laughs> Yay, great. This well, show was sponsored in part by Houston's own multimedia mogul, Lisa the Boss Lady, motivational speaker, travel agent, sales consultant for Bye Bye Belly, Bedroom Candy, and Candy Coated Cosmetics. And coming soon, the co-host of the hot new talk show, Love and Entrepreneurship. If you're looking to start a business or you just need some inspiration, contact Lisa the Boss Lady. It's time to boss up in 2021. Follow her on Facebook and Instagram at Lisa the Boss Lady or visit her website, lisathebosslady.com. And don't forget to mention, Stunner Radio sent you. And we are back. So one last question, because I, you know, while I have you here to get all up in your business, I, I have to ask you one more question. <laughs> one more question. So as far as what you guys have going on, as far as um, how the pandemic has affected it with everything going on, is there anything that you would have done different previous to this situation? I'll let you answer that one. I had to think about that. I'm gonna come ahead, hit it first. I'll hit it first, hit it okay. First. So um, I have to think about that. Um, what would I have done differently? Um, well, one of the things that we always encourage um, is an emergency fund, right? And if you listen to any type of podcast business, they talk about having three to six months set aside in case of an emergency. One thing that the pandemic has taught is that three to six months is not enough. Um, you never know. There are a lot of people who, in some cases, they were able to get unemployment and if that had not happened, I'm sure lots of people would have lost their homes. The people did lose their homes because unemployment wasn't enough for everybody. Um, but that was kind of the major thing is that we were very blessed to be in a position where we had more than three to six months set aside. Um, we have a business model that doesn't necessarily rely upon face-to-face -face contact to continue. So in our industries, whether it's travel, financial services, health, you know, people need health insurance, you know, regardless of what's going on. So in taking a look at the businesses that you decide you want to have, and, 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 and it's almost like the song, you know, there's the new edition record, Can You Stand the Rain? When things get rough, have you put yourself in a position to be able to push through? So I think one of the things that I'm glad we did um, is to make sure we did set aside that, but I would have done differently is to make sure I told more people um, and made sure that I pushed that a lot, especially with my entrepreneurial business owner clients. You need to set it aside and you know, you don't necessarily have to buy things you don't need to impress people you don't like and who don't like you um, by buying all these kind of things. Because guess what? All those folks who bought those fancy cars or have those leases out there that they couldn't afford, where were they driving it to? Hmm. Yeah. You know, 
So yeah. I, I, I think being thrifty and making sure you continue to do so, um, that's one of the things I feel like I'm glad we did. And I would have encouraged telling more people to prepare for that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think my answer for that is going to be a little different from yours because mine is going to stretch a little bit more on sanity with your partner. <laughs> so I'm going to say what I did do and what how I should have done. What, when, the, when the pandemic hit, what I did do was say that we were just going to keep it moving. We're going to do exactly what we have been doing, the exact way we have been doing it, and nothing is going to change because we've been working from home regardless. And then they started the quarantine. You can't leave your house after a certain period of time. You're scared to travel. You're scared to do certain things. You're not seeing the people and going out. And then you start to realize how much it's actually affecting you. And what I should have did in that point was actively go out and try to access what I can do with PJ inside the house and plan the things that's still possible. Because missing out on that is was detrimental. I mean, like things happened that shouldn't have happened. Maybe one or two fights because you just cooped up the same time and trying to do everything together. And really and truly, this has taught us that you need to actually separate for a bit and be okay being inside a room by yourself, going outside the car for a drive by yourself, and being okay having your time for yourself. So that's a big component of why it worked. Because when I came back or when I come over the room, whatever PJ does see me, whatever the case is, it's a new feeling. It's a good feeling. It's refreshing. As opposed to saying, why is this dude on the side of me every hour of the day? I am tired of looking in your brown eyes. Please go away. They're fabulous brown eyes. And I feel like at some points, PJ looked at me that way. And that's when I realized, like, maybe we shouldn't be spending 23 hours or 24 hours of the day together. You know? So that was my little take. Yeah. So there was no quarantine. Um cabin fever type situation. No, no, uh, quarantine. Uh, I'm sick of you quarantine. <laughs> no, no, no. Because I mean, we're fortunate enough to have our rooms where we don't not need to feel like we're in the same place. So it wasn't more of a cabin fever vibe. So I were able to go in my office. She stayed inside her office, whatever the case is, we come out, Hey honey, you want some dinner? Whatever the case is, we cook together and keep moving. And then, I'm like, hey, this cooking together thing actually works. That's an activity we can do. Okay, let me write that down. Hey, we have a bunch of board games inside there. Hey, you're a free hour. Let's do something. Keep it going like that. And it just creates a new feeling every single time you find like, oh, we can do this. We can do this. We can, And that becomes an activity in itself. Absolutely. Yeah, I, Absolutely. I, my wife can't be, my, my wife has said that she we, we can't coexist in the kitchen together. No. <laughs> um, no, that's not gonna work. That, that, yeah, that's not never. <laughs> that's that's not gonna work out for us. Mm. But I definitely do think that it's great to find something you know that you both can do and you know be happy with it. And I definitely agree uh, with you, PJ. I would have, I would have, what I would have done differently is tell more people as well and tell put tell people not three to six months, but a year. Tell people at least that at minimum, you know, because this whole situation hit us all in the face and it shouldn't have. It should not have, you know, affected us this way. But because it did, you know, we are we are more informed uh, going forward. So um, I think that it's preparing us for. I don't think that for the worst. I think it's just preparing us, 
and we'll be able to go forward better and easier, you know, after this. Um, so we are at the homework portion. Homework. Are you guys willing to do homework? We love homework. I do homework, but I do it. <laughs> I thought you love homework. <laughs> so the homework for love and entrepreneurship this week is actually actively plan plan a time where you and Bay will sit down and plan a vacation. So that's your that's your homework. Your homework is to schedule a long time to schedule a vacation. So I'm asking you to schedule a time to schedule something. <laughs> so time to schedule something. Yes. Yes, just to make sure that it's actually something you do. Because some people are those type of people that I have to, if it's on my planner, then I'm going to check it off my little to-do list. You know, so if you have to do that, then schedule a time for you to actually schedule a vacation and post your ideas on the Love and Entrepreneurship Facebook page. Because we are nosy and we like to steal. As Lil Scrappy say, we want to get in your biz naive. Want to be in your biz naive. So we want to, we want to steal. We, well, we like, we like vacations. You know, one big thing about um, me being a travel booker, it's horrible, but I'm booking travel for other people. And I'm looking like, Hey, wait a minute. You know, I want to go out. Let me uh, skip, see how this is going to cost when we going to, when we go. No lie. She actually scheduled, she actually did a booking for a client. And when I seen what it was, I was like, I want to go. <laughs> like, I, I'm looking at it and I'm like, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. I want to go. So a lot of times when we're going, the places that we're going is because I booked it for somebody else. And, mm -hmm. and I saw what it looked like. Like, uh, well, we're going in November, we're going to Ocean Blue and Sand. That uh, I just looked at it and I was like, I want it. I want mm -hmm. that. It's so pretty. Give it to me. And leaving the country, we haven't, you know, he just got, um, he got his passport again uh, after for a long, long time. And we haven't even been able to go anywhere. Like he got his passport in December. So it's like, we haven't been able to go anywhere. So forward to that. So um, we're going to do the homework. We are going to schedule a time where we can sit down and plan a vacation because, um, yeah, we, Jamaica got canceled. So we got to do something. We have to do that. Gotta, we got to uh, replace Jamaica. Definitely. You know what? So, no. <laughs> no. I, I got no. an idea. No. <laughs> so, <laughs> I already know what he's, where he's going with that. Mm -hmm. So, the two weeks that you guys have in, in, uh, in the Bahamas, is that completely vacation? Is it completely vacation? No. <laughs> I don't think we can we can take two weeks out to do anything. Without that's what I was wondering. Work. I was like, that's a long, long time. time. <laughs> and the thing about it, what's so funny is because I said adamantly that I only wanted to spend seven days, and on this call, I'm finding out that it's two weeks. <laughs> Very interesting to me. Who knew? Mm -hmm. But you know, I think when it comes to that, we still have a lot of clients. I lived in the Bahamas for 16 years. We, you know, he's. From the Bahamas, we're from the Bahamas. And stops in. Yes. And so we do have clients there that have been just salivating to meet with us, see us, plan activities to get their businesses going. So we would be remiss if we were to go all the way there and not have those conversations to assist and facilitate in person, as well as 
it's sometimes when you do take those quick trips, you don't take advantage of going multiple places. So I wanted to definitely try our best to get to Exuma to see those swimming pigs, to chill out for a couple of days, maybe go to Sandals, you know, um, or and then heading to Eleuthera where our, you know, my family is from to be able to see that pink sand and, you know, just chill out a little bit. So it's a, it's away from Nassau, which is where we will be spending part of the time. Which so is actually a great point because a lot of people who travel to the Bahamas think that the whole Bahamas is just Nassau, which is the most densely populated island in the Bahamas. They don't realize that it's about 700? 700 islands? 700 islands and keys in the Bahamas that make up the Bahamas. There are completely uninhabited islands and there's lowly populated islands inside the Bahamas that you could travel to that absolutely no way experience COVID in the least. Not one single case. Nothing. I'm not going to lie that I, I have said <laughs> that I wanted to travel to the Bahamas mm -hmm. with PJ. Right. Because just, I mean, I, that's something that I knew. And um, for somebody that has that has lived there and, you know, really to get the full experience. Absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely, absolutely, y'all. We could talk about the Bahamas forever. Oh man, you know that's, <laughs> that's, a, that's a whole hour. Uh, right. I mean, just think. I proposed in the Bahamas. We went we to in our the Bahamas. Yeah, we was in the Bahamas. We were in Saint Kitts. We was oh, close, close, close. 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 <laughs> <laughs> get blue waters alike. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. hey. But, well. Um, I mean, we've been to the Bahamas a few times. I mean, I've loved it, enjoyed it. I mean, I think, man, we we went uh, to three different ports. Um, so I do, you know, I do realize that it's more than it's more than just Nassau, and um, we definitely would, uh, you know, do like you said, take it, take the time to go to different islands. But like I said, that's a that that is another a whole oh, other hour because yeah. we are we are obsessed. We love the Bahamas, but uh, we definitely loved having you guys uh, on the show. We definitely. did learn a few things. We always learn from everybody that comes on, you know. So we did learn a few things, and I'm super excited for what you have coming up. Definitely Definitely keep me posted and hopefully you guys will come back and visit us and tell us what's going on in your world because I'm pretty sure there's going to be some different stuff. Yeah. Definitely. Well, thank you so much for having us. This has been awesome. And, you know, and perhaps in 2022, we'll be having some type of island retreat where you'll be able to go off and learn about business with us in our hometown. That's great. Absolutely. Absolutely. I am actually game for that. I'm game for that. Definitely mm -hmm. game for that. So definitely keep us posted on that and have a happy Sunday and don't forget your homework. You do the same. Thank you so much. Thank Bobby. you. <laughs>